This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. Romans chapter 2, verses 12 through 24. For as many as have sinned without law will perish without law, and as many as have sinned in the law will be judged by the law for not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of god but the doers of the law will be justified for when gentiles who do not have the law by nature do the things in the law these although not having the law are a law to themselves who show the work of the law written in their hearts their conscience also bearing witness and between themselves their thoughts accusing or else excusing them in the day when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. Indeed you are called a Jew and rest on the law and make your boast in God and know his will and approve the things that are excellent, being instructed out of the law and are confident that you yourself are a guide to the blind, a light to those who are in darkness, an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of babes, having the form of knowledge and truth in the law. You therefore who teach others do not teach yourself. You who preach that a man should not steal do you steal? You who say, do not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? You who make boast in the law, do you dishonor God through breaking the law? For the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you, as it is written. For not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. For when Gentiles, who do not have the law by nature, do things in the law, these, although not having the law, are a law to themselves, who show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and between themselves their thoughts accusing or else excusing them. Let us look at this from a different translation, the uh, Amplified Classic. For it is not merely hearing the law read that makes one righteous before God, but it is the doers of the law who will be held guiltless and acquitted and justified. When Gentiles who have not done the divine law do instinctively what the law requires, they are a law to themselves, 
since they do not have the law. They show that the essentials required of the law are written in their hearts and are operating there, with which their consciences, sense of right and wrong, also bear witness. And their moral decisions, their argument of reason, their condemning or approving thoughts, will accuse or perhaps defend and excuse them. The key statement of these verses, For not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. These are those in the Christian community that say all that is needed is quote-unquote grace, and that, quote, once they are saved, they are always saved, unquote. That equates to the first part of this sentence, for not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God. This makes it clear that they are not right with God by this type of belief. In fact, it shows what makes them right within the very next part of the sentence. But the doers of the law will be justified. Doing the law, this shows that Paul believed what Jesus Christ himself told us. John 15, 1-10 I am the vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Each branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the words which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bear much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you may bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments, and I abide in His love. Abiding in Christ is to follow His commandments, to obey the laws and the prophets that were not removed by Christ going to the cross. Why I say this is because Jesus made it clear that He came to fulfill, not replace, the laws. Matthew 5, 17-19 Do not think that I came to destroy the laws of the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle will by no means pass from the law, till all is fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments, and teaches men so, shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so, shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, 
he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, following the laws is a requirement to showing you are a true disciple of Jesus Christ, and any who say otherwise are teaching a false gospel. What does the scripture tell us about those that do this? Galatians chapter 1 verses 6 through 10. I marvel that you are turned away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another. But there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. For do I not persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Many hear the words from the Bible, but they do not hear the true gospel. They hear words like all they need is God's grace and that they are saved forever, both of which teach favoritism from God. But that is not what the Bible teaches. Romans chapter 2 verses 1 through 11. You may think you can condemn such people, but you are just as bad and you have no excuses. When you say they are wicked and should be punished, you are condemning yourself, for you who judge others do these very same things. And we know that God in his justice will punish anyone who does such things. Since you judge others for doing these things, why do you think you can avoid God's judgment when you do the same things? Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? But because you are stubborn and refuse to turn from your sin, you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself. For a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will judge everyone according to what they have done. He will give eternal life to those who keep on doing good, seeking after the glory and honor and immortality that God offers. But he will pour out his anger and wrath on those who live for themselves, who refuse to obey the truth and instead live lives of wickedness. There will be trouble and calamity for everyone who keeps on doing what is evil, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. But there will be glory and honor and peace from God for all who do good, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. For God does not show favoritism. For God does not show favoritism. This doesn't apply to me because I am saved forever. Someone just complained. What does it mean to be considered a favorite? Respect of a person is partiality, favoritism. Partiality 
the fact of unfairly preferring or approving of something. Favoritism, unfair support shown to one person or group, especially by someone in authority. Unfair is defined as not treating people as an equal or not morally right. Those that support the man-made doctrine of quote-unquote grace and once saved, always saved, are insisting that God is not behaving morally correct. Do they not grasp the implication of that belief? That God is immoral? God? That just shatters the mind when you spell it out like that. Those that embrace these man-made doctrines have made their God be immoral. I only know of one being that truly qualifies for this depiction. John 8:44. You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and does not stand in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. But no, this does not equate to them, they insist, and start to get upset about what is happening within this podcast. I will restate the verses within John chapter 8 about those others that were following their own ways over that of following God. John chapter 8 verses 31 through 47. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We are Abraham's descendants, and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say, You will be made free? Jesus answered them, Most assuredly I say to you, Whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be made free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, but you seek to kill me, because my words have no place in you. I speak what I have seen with my father, and you do what is you have seen with your father. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth which I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. You do the deeds of your father. Then they said to him, We were born not of fornication. We have one father, God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I proceed forth and come from God. Nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my words. You are of your father the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. 
But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Which of you convicts me of sin? And if I tell you the truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears God's words. Therefore, you do not hear because you are not of God. Abiding in his words means to follow his commandments, amongst other things, which I have covered in a past podcast, number 139, Abiding in Christ, which those that embrace grace and once saved, always saved, deny. Abiding in his word is to stay in his word, remain in his word, continue in his word, dwell in his word, endure through suffering, difficulties, unpleasant and painful events which will be caused by staying in his word. These are the things that those that embrace grace do not encounter. These are things that never happen to those that will never lose their salvation. For they have been given the rewards here on earth and live in joyous comforts all in the service of their Lord. Luke chapter 4 verses 5 through 6 Then the devil, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in one moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give to you, and their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I will give it to whomever I wish. And he gives it to whomever he wishes to give it to, so he does because they are blessed and graced with eternal salvation. They are now perfect and glorious in the sight of their Lord. They forget or don't even know these important words found in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 50-54. through 54. Now this I say, brethren, that the flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruptible, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruptible and the mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Even though they may deny this, this is the key to grace alone, and once saved, always saved. They are flesh, yet they have already inherited the kingdom of God, which they can't unless they abide in Christ through word and action, faith and works. Repent now, downsize now, leave the world behind now, for tomorrow may be too late. For Jesus Christ is soon to come, and in the twinkling of an eye, those that don't repent will find themselves not in immortal bodies, but still in their corruption, to have to make the choice of taking the mark of the beast or not. For they did not abide 
in his word. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I